Hi, welcome to another One Tough Podcast with Bo Deedle. Today I'm not talking to you like an ex-cop, ex-detective. What I want to talk about is what our future is going to look like in the next 10 years, the way things are going. Today I'm going to talk about business. I'm going to talk about the economy. I'm going to talk about what you have to really be aware of in the near future. Right now, it's like a downhill spiral as far as what's happening with the economy. I know people are making more money than ever before. Everybody I speak with are making money. The stock market is surging, and everybody in the stock market are making money. But that will not last. What's going to happen, there's going to be a bubble. The bubble's going to be in the near future because what's happening? We're talking about the way things are going. We'll have a $30 trillion uh, debt as far as what this country has. And this is not going to be good for this country. Just the interest alone is going to be so substantial that this country is going to be in a terrible mess. And now we see what's happening around the world, even with China, with them developing these subsonic missiles and supersonic this and that. And for some reason, we're deterring a lot of our monies away from the defense, and then we're putting them into these social programs, free education for illegal immigrants, free health, free this, free that, actually free where people could come here and even if they don't have a job, they could get money for health care. I mean, all these things are going to cost somebody money down the line. And what this is going to translate into is everyone in America are going to be the ones that are going to, it's like hot potato. And who's going to get caught with the hot potato? Us Americans. Right now in America, we have a problem. I talk about it each, each segment that I'm on, and we talk about the murder rate being over 21,000 in America, and the murder rate being so high, it's higher than it's ever been now. And the reality is, people are afraid. In New York City here, People are afraid to walk around. People are afraid to go out and have reason to be afraid because of what's going on. And we talk about the crime issue every week on ABC Radio when I'm on with Sid and Bernie. And the fact is that the police officers trying to do their jobs are not able to do their jobs because when they arrest somebody for committing a crime, the perpetrator is right out the door before even the cop gets out the door. And if that's not sealed up, it's still going to be the downward spiral. Real estate prices are going to go down because people are moving out. The people who are moving out, a lot of my friends, they're moving to Florida where there's no taxes. There's only small federal taxes, but no state taxes. People are moving out. Now, where are we going to get these taxes to support New York City with all the services that we have here? Well, if all the people with money leave New York, that money is going to be gone. And where are we going to get it from? We can't keep calling upon the federal government. And it seems like this is a money machine now with these socialist values. All they want to do is continue to print money. Now, everyone who's listening to this show has to understand part of the things in life 
Now, I was a policeman, a detective. I opened my own business 38 years ago. I know a little bit about business. You have to continue to bring business in and you have to be able to make money and profit for you to be continuing a profitable business. You can't keep looking for help from the outside. You can't keep borrowing money because eventually the borrowing will cease and the bank will look at what you're bringing in, what you're spending and the bank will say, hey, we're not lending you any more money. So you have to become self-sufficient. Before you expand, you have to make sure you have these revenues coming in. You have to make sure that you're profitable. Otherwise, your business is going to sink down. And with all these federal programs that I started talking about in the beginning, it's going to have a resonation effect to everything you do. What I see, I see a very dire future for the economy in New York City and in America. I really believe there's going to be a stock market pop, a plunge that's going to go down like we've never seen it or the way we saw it in 2008. Also, people, they don't think about saving. Everyone's on this issue of, oh, I have money in my pocket. Let me spend it. No, the big thing is I try to teach this to my own kids. You can't keep spending. You have to be able to save so when the money's not coming in that you have a reserve. And I tell people, you know, stocks are great, but you also have to think about putting money into other avenues. The greatest thing that you could have done, and I've seen it in my 70 years, is the real estate market. I believe the real estate market probably was the area that made the most money over the last 60, 70 years because the profitability kept doubling up and up. But it's gonna be, it's gonna hit a top again. We all see the values of the houses in the Hamptons soaring. We see the values of regular apartments and houses in New York City soaring. But eventually, it's going to start going the other way and people are going to be losing because people don't want to live in an area where they're afraid to go out when it becomes dark. You can't walk your dog. You can't be out there with your children because these predators are out there. And this will directly impact the economy. And as far as the economy goes, uh, right now, we're, we're, we're really soaring. Everything's supposed to be good, but people aren't realizing why is this doing this? We keep borrowing more and more. Every time I hear about these $3.5 trillion uh, bills that they have before Congress and what they want to do it with and what they want to use it for, all these programs that are idiotic and really of the two of the $3.5 trillion, we're talking about a small little bit with our defense. And with a weakened defense, we know one thing, we'll be very, very uh, uh, looked upon as someone that they don't pay attention to us, and they'll do what we want. The next thing that's gonna happen, you'll hear it here, is China will invade Taiwan. That's, that's, a, that's gonna happen. And then Russia's gonna go back over to Ukraine. I mean, and you know what's gonna happen? Because they know Right now, in our government, leading our government right now, we have a very weak president. And now they could do what they want. They figure, let's do it now before they get someone who's in the White House that knows what the hell they're doing. And certainly this president is completely out of touch. All he's answering it to are these ultra-left 
socialists, all their programs, this, and then with the CRT and the divisions continuing, the thing where they're telling our students that you as a parent, you have no right to know what they teach in the Board of Education, and they will teach it. Look, as far as the vaccines go, it's a control factor again. But I looked it up a while ago, and during the Spanish flu, there was actually a Supreme, Supreme Court ruling that you had to get the vaccine for the Spanish flu because it was determined that you could kill other people. On that context of the Supreme Court ruling back then, I do agree. You have to get your vaccine, whether you like it or not. Vaccines are very important. I've had my two. I'll go for the booster. I'll go for the flu shot. The reality is I understand the other people's side of it, saying that why should I be told by the government what I could do, what I can't do? This becomes something a little different, like I just explained. With the Supreme Court ruling with the Spanish flu, it was determined that if you don't get it, you could kill someone else. Under that pretext, we should all get this darn vaccine, get it over with, so they can't tell us why we have to wear masks. And the one that really pisses me off is this little Jimmy the Cricket, Fauci. You got Fauci there every Sunday. He's been wrong from the beginning. If you remember when the epidemic uh, pandemic first occurred, he was saying, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to do this. This guy's been wrong in everything. I'd like to investigate the fact that he must be in the pocket of Pfizer or somebody because this guy here is, is just saying what, you, what they want to hear. All these big pharma companies and all that are becoming very, very rich. And then the investigation. Why is there not an investigation into... The, uh, where it all began, where this pandemic all started in China. And that should be congressional hearings and Fauci should be brought before Congress again under oath. And we all know one thing. It certainly started in China. And what reason did the Chinese government stop the people from that province going anywhere in China? But yet they were allowed to board planes to Europe and to the United States. Uh, duh. I mean, the evidence is all there. And this caused America now to be so divided. And this pandemic has divided us more than anything now. And this is where I, why we're on a downward trend. Because if we don't unify together, every aspect of America will go down the tubes. Now this whole thing is uh, uh, CRT. Uh, this didn't happen. That didn't happen. Look, history is about one thing. I'm jumping all over because it's all going to the same place. History is about one thing. We have to learn from history so we don't replicate what happened prior. We all know we're all against slavery. Everyone's against slavery, but it was a different era. It was a different time. I read a lot in my history books, and I'm a Catholic. When I heard what these crusaders were doing to Muslim towns where the Pope was directing them to slaughter Muslims, women and children who are pregnant because they wanted to kill them all, horrible, but yet this was another time. We've elevated ourselves, thank God, to different 
reactions to the uh, way people now look at things. Also, even with Muhammad, with the Muslims, you know, as far as the Quran goes, it's all not that bad, but it's being interpreted by certain people certain ways. All I know is if we keep this hatred with everybody, whether it be black and white, Muslim, Christian, Jewish, whatever, we're on a really bad course. I need to see this country come together with the people. That will reflect and the good policies as far as spending money. Infrastructure, one million percent. Let's fix our bridges, our trains. They're in really bad, bad shape. But as far as wasting money on all these social programs where we could give free money to people, even if you have your children at home, you'll get paid childcare too. You'll get paid free education for illegal people. Let's cut the nonsense out. All I know is one thing, the insurance, the health insurance in America today is so, high, so sky high. I talked to my DEA, Detective Endowment uh, representative the other day for the health. He said, Bo, how much do you think a hospital stay in New York City is per day? So I said, oh, probably $500, $800. He said, right now in some hospitals, they're paying $20,000 dollars a day to stay in a hospital. $20,000 a day. Do you understand what I'm saying? What can be that amount of money that they're doing in the hospital? These are things that are just soaring, skyrocket, and it's going to come back to us and it's going to reflect. Now we see this whole thing with the supply chain blowing apart. We've lost control and I'm scared. I'm real scared about this country, and I'm real scared about this city. When you got ships out there in the, in, the, in the docks over there in Los Angeles and in San Francisco with all the supplies for uh, toys or supplies, food, whatever that we need, they're all out there in the bay. Why? Why aren't we taking charge when we have this guy having babies, the guy from Indianapolis there, uh, Budacek there, having kids, whatever he's doing, and now he's on maternity leaves, when this is the most important crisis in his job description that he's supposed to be dealing with, and it's like la-di-da, no one cares. We have to bring all these supplies in, and we have to get this straight now. Why aren't people alarmed over this? What's gonna happen next? We're going into winter now, and if we don't have enough fuel, enough gasoline, because our great new president shut off the pipeline, we were energy, we're energy sufficient. We didn't need any oil from Saudi Arabia, but now they shut that off. Every, every avenue of this country is going in the wrong direction. I'm scared. I'm scared for the first time in my life that this is going to be something that's going to be explosive in the sense economy going to go down, and then with economy going down, social unrest is going to be on our streets. You have cops now who are now, they can't get police to go on the police departments. It's going in a bad, bad direction. I need people to understand what you must do. You must save for tomorrow. You must... Save whatever you can. You want to invest into gold? That's, that's a very, very good aspect because gold is a lot better than the currency. And now they're talking about they're going to find out who has over $600 in their savings account. 
Who knows if this continues on this trend with this socialist trend, if they're not going to go into our bank accounts and tell us, well, well look at Bo, you have a bank account of $10,000. We're taking $2,000 in for the cause. What cause? The cause for socialist agenda. And you want to know something? If they control the Congress and the Senate, they will push these things through. And everybody's going to be standing there. What happened? How did they do this? Because they keep doing it. If you asked me years ago about what I've seen in the last eight months, how one man can destroy this country and turn each other against each other, I would never believe what I see. I don't even like to watch the news anymore because I get very depressed and very discouraged. I don't want to be an alarmist, but I am scared. And I want you to be scared. And you've got to prepare yourself. And if you have the right to bear arms, Go buy a gun for your house. Buy a shotgun if you can't get a carry permit. Because if someone comes into your home to hurt your family, you have the right to defend your family. And these are rights given to you. And they may change the law in the next 10 years. I don't know. But right now, you have the right for that. What I'm bringing out today, again, I'm all over the board, but I'm just want. I'm just wanting to let you know it ain't all glory and it ain't all rosy here in America and in New York City. Again, if we don't have the money to support all these programs and we keep borrowing, what's going to happen? Our economy is going to be diminished. We need money into infrastructure. We need money into police. We need money into the military. We have our technology. We were number one in the world, but we're fading real quickly. And the respect that we have around the world, I think we all saw what happened in Afghanistan with these idiots what, who ran this whole uh, exit of Afghanistan with the death of the 13 Marines, military people. That was just a, a sight. It reminded me of the Carter years when we had that terrible a tragedy over there in Iran when we were trying to uh, get the hostages out of Iran when the helicopters crashed into the planes. It was a debacle, same as the debacle in Afghanistan. And I'm seeing it again. And I tell you, one tough guy, Bo Diddle, I'm nervous, I'm scared. I'm scared for my children and my grandchildren because if we don't really face the facts of what's going on, and it's not a thing of Republican or Democrat, it's real and make-believe and socialism that's coming into our, into our lives. And before you know it, we're not going to be able to do what we want or say what we want. Like I have a next-door neighbor in one of my homes, and he always wants to talk to me about uh, uh, politics. And I said, look, I really don't choose to have coffee or talk to politics. He's a, a real liberal left-winger. And when I said to him, I said, look, I'd like to have coffee, but I don't want to talk about politics because you have this uh, thing in your mind that I'm a Trumpster. And because I'm a Trumper, which I'm not, and I wouldn't vote for Donald Trump again, I hope the Republicans run somebody who's going to be more palatable than Donald Trump because Donald Trump, I'll say it again, is a narcissist and he's a divisional. He divides us in America. We need someone to bring us together, someone that everybody's going to like. Until we elect people that are going to slow this progression of these progressives and socialists, 
we're going to go into the abyss, and I don't know if we're ever going to come out of it from America the way we know it. When they take Superman, <laughs> when they're changing the model of Superman and about America, the greatest country in the world, and I tell my neighbor, you know what? You have your own values. You have your own beliefs. That's what makes America great, is that we all can say what we believe and what we feel. If you take that away, and I'm not able to say what I'm saying on my podcast, what are we going to have? This will be communism. They'll be coming through the front door here with guns, taking me out in handcuffs, throwing me into a prison somewhere. And that ain't too far away. Let's face one thing. What happened even with the White House, uh, with with the Capitol, excuse me, when this thing happened on January 6th, I'm outraged about it, first of all. That's America. But to treat these people that were there, what they were trying to do, I understand. Again, we do not, we do not support violence of any, any kind. And that's, that's not what we're all about. But when you prosecute cops, which they're doing in New York City for the, dem- they call them demonstrations. They were protests, violent protests, burning robbing people, destroying property. They were arrested. They let them all go. But now they have about 60 cops that they want to prosecute for doing their damn jobs. What is a cop supposed to do? All these little things we're talking about are all adding up that the country and America and New York City is just going so leftward that we're not going to be able to come out of it. And each week, On my podcast, I'm going to bring out certain issues. I touched upon a lot of different areas today because I wanted to let everyone understand Bo's scared. And I ain't scared of nothing. The only thing I was ever scared of was my father. He's long gone. But I'm afraid. And I'm afraid for you, your children, and your grandchildren of where we're going. And to tell you the truth, when you even look at these election things, you look at how mail-in ballots, how these boxes, how people were running the election who were not even part of the government, even people, county clerks, actually walked off because they saw there was no control. And this election was pretty close, but there was only one problem. All the mail-ins and all the ballots that came in these ballot back boxes were over four to one for Biden. Duh. I think there's a little bit of a problem there. And again, if you talk about the election being stolen, people go, oh, that's racist. That's this. Bullshit. You know what it's about? The fact is, I want everyone to have the value of their one vote, one person. And if you vote, you should have the right to show your identification so you can vote for you. And that we know that it's you voting. And certainly, I am not for illegal immigrants having the right to vote. That's what America's about. You're supposed to be a citizen. Let's get back to what we're all about here. Citizens vote. Non-citizens should not have the right to vote. And that's the way it is. Why isn't everyone, anyone standing up for this? Because you know what's going to happen? In these liberal states... Next thing is the next election, they're going to say, well, we want to pass a bill where everybody can vote. Anybody. I don't care where you're from. That's coming next. And then what's going to happen, you'll never see a Republican ever elected again. Very simple. That's where we're going also. So let's just go over what we talked about for the last 20 minutes. There's a lot of areas that are not very good in the direction that we're going. 
And each week I'm going to talk a little bit more about these things. But I just wanted you to know you have to be aware and talk to other people and make sure on the only small elections and the big ones, you've got to talk to people and let's all band together as Americans. And America's about one thing, the freedoms, the beliefs, and us proud to be an American. And there's no black, white, Asian. It's only America, all one. And we all have the right. We have the right to speak up. We have the right to say what we feel is wrong. And that's what makes America great. And tune in each week. I know I was a little babbling today, but I just had to do a podcast to tell you how I'm feeling. And I'll be back next week for another podcast. And please keep tuning in to One Tough Podcast, and we'll be talking about a lot of things. Thank you very much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.